The Big Sandy Pioneers began their run in the Class C six-man playoffs and will take a look back at the boys of fall. For New Media Broadcasters Sports, I'm Jeff Safford. The Big Sandy Pioneers played host to the Weebo Longhorns on Friday afternoon for the first round of the Class C six-man football playoffs. Chris Reyes was on hand for the game and has this report. Big Sandy, Montana, it was the scene for Class C six-man football as the Pioneers would take on the Weebo Longhorns. The game would start out somewhat closer than most anticipated as Weebo came out and had some big stops. But as the game would wear on, they had a punt. They pinned the Pioneers back, and Kate Struts would explode up the left side of the line and would have a 75 yard for a touchdown, which kind of broke the thing free as Big Sandy would be up big at that point. In the second half, it would be just more Kate Strut as the Pioneers would pull away, and they would end up getting the win 57-6. to Now, coming up for you, we're going to have more Big Sandy High School football. It's going to be on a QX 92. You can listen into that one as we follow the Pioneers on their run through the classy six-man playoffs. So, again, the final for that one, 57-6. Big Sandy moves on to round two of classy six-man playoff action. For New Media Broadcaster Sports, I'm Chris Reyes. In a Class C eight-man football game for the right to go to the postseason, it was Chinook and Cascade out of Hoon Field with the game on KRYK 101.3 and HighlineToday.com. Ron Bruski was on hand and has the details. In a game that would go back and forth all night long. The beater secured a lead of 26-22 with 52 seconds left in the half, but in the end the Badgers of Cascade had the final say as they hit a 24-yard touchdown pass with 35 seconds left and then secured a 40-38 win. Keegan Jorgensen led the Badgers with 283 yards rushing on the night. Benton Gellion in his final game at quarterback for the beaters, 8-17, 189 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Molyneux, 74 yards on the ground for the beaters. With the win, the Cascade Badgers advance to the Class C eight-man football playoffs next week. Final score once again, Northern C eight-man football Friday night, Cascade over Chinook, 40-38. I'm Ron Ruski. Now let's take a look at other high school football scores from around the region, starting with scores from the Class C six-man playoffs. Madison Lake, 56, Broadview, 6, Power Dutton Brady over Denton Geyser Stanford, 46-15. Savage, 57. Hobson Moore, Judith Gap, 14. Harlowtown, 38. Knoxon, 14. Shields Valley over Ricky Lambert, 27-16. White Sulphur Springs, 78. Sunburst, 21. And Bridger getting by Sunburst, 41-38. With the win, Bridger will face Big Sandy next week. Hear the action on QX92. In other scores from around the region, Dillon, 39. Whitefish, 33. Fairfield over Glasgow, 14-8, Great Falls, 35, Great Falls Russell, 7, Laurel over Miles City, 21-0, Malta defeating Cutbank, 34-0, Sydney over Harden, 40-6, and St. Ignatius defeating Charlotte, 32-26. The beginning of the Montana Class C eight-man football playoffs are about a week away, and one of the top teams from the region is Northern Sea Power, Fort Benton. The Longhorns finished the regular season with a 6-0 mark, outscoring their opponents by nearly 44 points per game on average in the process. Looking back on the regular season, head coach Jory Thompson was pleased with the improvements made by his offensive and defensive fronts. 
continue to make some good strides and some good growth every game. I think our uh, offensive line and our D-line play has definitely uh, developed throughout the year. I felt like, you know, at the beginning of the year, our skill guys were pretty good coming in, and we knew that would be the case. But I've been really pleased with our O-line and D-line and their development. As temperatures plummet, the stakes rise. With the playoffs now on the horizon, Coach Thompson is confident that he has a team that is built for playoff success. There's no doubt you have to be able to, you know, be physical and move people when you get in the playoffs. You're not going to get them 70-degree, 80-degree beautiful nights very often. So you have to be ready to play in wind and snow and, you know, cold temperatures and whatnot. I, I like our chances. Uh, we have a physical team uh, with some good speed, too. So I think that bodes well in the playoffs. The Longhorns already have their eyes set on their first-round opponent, St. Ignatius. Coach Thompson previews what he expects to see from the Bulldogs. Last night, uh, Mission or St. Ignatius beat Charlotte. So we get St. Ignatius or Mission, and they're coming down to play us Saturday, uh, Halloween at 1 o'clock. And they're, they're a good-looking team, run a read option a lot, and they throw the ball off the read option, do a good job of uh, some short routes, some slants, and they have a good bunch. Stay tuned to New Media Broadcasters as we follow Fort Benton on their run through the Class C playoffs. The Haver High School cross-country teams competed at the Class A State Cross-Country Championships on Friday in Kalispell. On the boys' side, the Blue Ponies finished in 12th place overall with a team score of 299. Dylan Young led the way for Haver in 36th with a time of 18 minutes and 1 second. Caleb Tomac was not far behind with a time of 18 minutes and 12 seconds to take 41st. The Haver girls finished in 7th place with a team score of 212. Tamara O'Leary led all Haver placers with a 27th place finish and a time of 21 minutes and 16 seconds. Hannah Haslam finished with a time of 22 minutes and 2 seconds to take 40th. For off-season news out of the Haver Cross Country program, stay tuned to New Media Broadcasters Sports. The Montana State University Northern Cross Country teams competed at the Bulldog Open on Friday in Dillon. Field Susloff turned in a solid performance for the lights with a sixth place finish and a time of 27 minutes and 25 seconds. As a team, the lights also finished in sixth place. Kaylee Nystrom was a top placer for the Skylights with a time of 22 minutes and 6 seconds to finish in 32nd. The Lights and Skylights will be back in action at the Frontier Conference Championship on Friday, November 6th in Haver. Stay tuned to New Media Broadcasters for results. It was the fall of 2010 as the Chinook High School football team began a season in robust fashion and finished as the undisputed champions among the Class C eight-man field. These boys of fall blended talent, tenacity, outstanding coaching, and indomitable will to forge their historic season. Now, New Media Broadcasters takes us back to these boys of fall, and the playoffs are just a week away. Fans going crazy for the boys of fall. The boys of fall, the Chinook High School football team of 2020. A season of hope turns into an historic tour de force as this talented and motivated gathering of players had a goal and approached it with undaunted focus. Stand on the track and you'll do so at your own peril. They would hit you hard and they would help you up and they would hit you hard again. Take it up here! Just crushed right there at the 15-yard line. I understand that it only takes one more point than the other guy to win the game, but I know that if you don't score, you can't win. 
Join us in this special retrospect, the boys of fall 2010, Chinook High School football team, Northern Sea champs and state champions, and memories for a lifetime. Now let's hit that rewind button. The regular season is wind down, postseason play just around the corner. Before we delve into the first round opponent, a little bit of a look and history lesson on this Chinook football team from one decade ago. Regular season record 7-1, and, and while the numbers will never really be an accurate description of this team, they're impressive. In the seven wins, when it was the first team of the beaters against the first team of the opposition, the beaters averaged 47 points a game on offense, yielding a little more than a touchdown per game. The defensive talent, evident from the stands, and stoking the fire for these results, defensive coordinator Perry Miller. Defense wins ball games, and consequently, if you have a defense that doesn't allow anybody to score, you're pretty hard to beat. Yes, this was a group of young men that were tough tenacious, aggressive, all of those. And they added to that as students of the game. Flew to the ball, they gang tackled, their pursuit angles were were phenomenal. Their stunts, hitting gaps, listening and, and knowing and learning. They spent a lot of time looking at film as well. They've got to buy in and they truly, truly bought in. Scobie, the first round opponent for these Boys of Fall 2010 Chinook High School football team. And did Scobie really understand just how tough a sugar beet could be? They would hit you hard, and they would help you up, and they would hit you hard again. It was up to you to make the decision that you didn't want to go into that mix again. Where the boys That concludes this edition of your Weekend Sports Report. Reporting for new media broadcasters, sports, I'm Jeff Safford.